Autoflowers are too easy to grow if you avoid these nine common mistakes. Find out if you're growing autoflowering cannabis plants the right way in this podcast. Autoflower cannabis has always sparked debates among growers in the cannabis community. Due to a dearth of knowledge or experience, many growers avoid growing autoflowers. Beginners are expected to only grow photoperiod plants, and while the fear of something new and unexpected is understandable, you might discover something more amazing if you just try. Autoflowers are really easy to grow but there are basic guidelines you should know, just like when growing other plants or vegetables. All plants are different and even though you can successfully harvest the first time you grow cannabis, there are common mistakes that are better to avoid. If you're new to autoflower growing and are looking for an autoflower grow guide or want to know how to grow autoflowering strains, here are a couple of tips to have you growing in no time. 1. Knowing the basics to set things straight, let's begin by saying that autoflowers are really easy to grow. In fact, beginners can try growing autoflowers with little to no experience as long as they understand the basics one. And this is true for all plants. Can you expect to grow tomatoes if you're clueless about using nutrients? Or, can you harvest cucumbers if you don't even know when to harvest them? No? Similarly, autoflowers need you to follow a few basic guidelines like other plants, and you'll do just fine if you take the time to understand them. After all, a plant that gives you lip-smacking buds in just two months deserves some research, eh? Autoflowers may scare you at first, but if you avoid a few common mistakes, you'll harvest much more than you can imagine, and it only gets better. 2. Time IT Right timing is everything if you're planning to grow autoflowers outdoors. Since autoflowers don't depend on light to flower, you don't need to worry too much. But, planting too early will generate smaller yields and planting too late affects yields too. Frost must be avoided at all costs. Typically, most growers begin planting when spring is just around the corner. Depending on where you live, you can plant the seeds as soon as the frost clears. If you reside in a location that doesn't receive any snow, go ahead and plant when the temperatures range between 22 degrees Celsius to 28 degrees Celsius, 71 degrees Fahrenheit to 77 degrees Fahrenheit. Bigger plants can tolerate much higher temperatures but tender seedlings will succumb to extreme temperatures. Remember to avoid rainy seasons since the plant doesn't receive too much light. Of course, the timing doesn't matter if growing indoors, so sow those seeds whenever you wish. 3. Germination for beginners Germinating the seeds is an important part of the entire process. To get better results, Soak the seeds in plain water for at least 24 hours and wrap them in moist paper towels for a day or two. Use a Ziploc bag to store the towels. It's important to keep the towels moist because the seeds can rot if there's too much water. Similarly, the seeds won't sprout if the towels are completely dry. Don't make the mistake of directly planting the seeds, especially if you're doing it for the first time. Once the seeds show a taproot, Plant the seeds in the final container. Despite having to keep the seeds in damp paper towels, make sure they are not completely wet. Too much water can rot the seeds. 
The best way to identify this is by smell if the paper towels start to smell like mold, immediately take them out and change the towels. Depending on your experience, you can also germinate your seeds directly in the medium. Just make sure you're not overwatering it because you can end up drowning your seeds. As you can see in the video, germinating in this oil is easy and doesn't require anything extra, just be careful and you'll see a seedling coming out of the ground in a couple of days. 4. Choose the right medium Growing plants in hydroponic setups seem very cool, but soil is your best bet if you have no experience. Avoid using clay soils that clump up because autoflowers thrive in well-aerated soil. A soilless medium of equal parts of peat moss or cocoa peat, perlite, some airy soil, and sand is the best potting mix for autoflowers. If you don't want to bother about fertilizing at all, you can even try growing autoflowers organically. There are various ways to make your own organic soil, but you can buy some in your local store to start with. Organics oil is premised with nutrients, so it's ideal for someone that doesn't have a lot of time. For growers that don't mind putting in the efforts, composting and building super soil is the best soil mix for autoflowers. 5. Choose good containers Please don't stuff seeds in plastic containers that make life hell for the poor roots. Use porous containers such as fabric pots or even air pots to help the plants grow as much as possible. Autoflowers are typically small, but they need containers that are at least 5 to 8 liters in size. Bigger autoflowers need bigger containers, so make sure you check the description before purchasing seeds. Root aeration is often overlooked, but it's an important factor in determining your yields. 6. Do not transplant It's important to start autoflowers in their final containers rather than planting them in smaller ones and transplanting them later. Sure, growing cannabis is like growing tomatoes, but autoflowers have a limited time period and can't afford to lose days while the plant settles and searches for roots. 7. Over and underwatering Most plants die if you over or underwater them. Yes, autoflowers need water to grow, but it's critical to supply it only when the plant needs it. It's obvious that the timing is important even when the plants need water. 8. Overfeeding and underfeeding nutrients play a big role in growing autoflowering cannabis strains. Autoflowers are compact, so they don't need loads of newts in order to survive. In fact, autoflowers grow best when light fertilizers are used. It's also important to feed the right nutrients at the right time. Macro and micronutrients for example, cannabis needs more nitrogen in the vegetative stage. In the pre-flowering stage, nutrients with more phosphorus are preferred, and in the flowering stage needs a lot more potassium than nitrogen or phosphorus. If you're wondering what the term NPK printed on fertilizer bags means, it's nothing but nitrogen phosphorus potassium. The plants also need other micronutrients along with calcium and magnesium, so it's extremely important to get the dosage right. 9. Harvest at the right time You've come all this way, and the end is almost near. So don't screw this up now. Now you're probably asking how to tell if my autoflower is ready for harvest. Well, after you've put in all the hard work, wait for the right time. Growers use microscopes to check the trichomes that usually indicate the right time. 
but you can harvest when at least 50 to 70% of the pistils are amber in color. If you wait too much, the buds tend to produce a couch lock effect leaning more towards the indica side while buds harvested too early generate unpleasant psychoactive effects. Also, the main colors ripen faster than the lower portions of the plant. Often referred to as popcorn buds, the lower portions stay small. However, harvesting the main colors and leaving the popcorn buds on the plant for a week more will increase yields dramatically. Be patient, and let Mother Nature do the rest for you. If you avoid these common mistakes when growing autoflowering cannabis, you'll soon be rewarded with potent resinous buds that will last a long time if stored properly.